And what's basically happening, because we're looking at bringing some form of artificial intelligence or conversational AI into the conversations between companies and their customers, is that we're really defining self-service. Welcome back to the CX Pulse podcast. We're glad you're joining us. Welcome back, everyone, to the CX Pulse podcast. I'm your host, Amelia Rose Earhart. Today, we have the pleasure of talking to Dan Miller, who is going to inform us about the big question of whether or not we can make chatbots smart to improve CX. And Dan, from your perspective as lead analyst at Opus Research, from your perspective, you're saying yes. And we're going to dive into that big topic today. So first and foremost, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. I'm really glad to be here. Been enjoying listening to the series and want to contribute. All right. Sounds great. Well, when we're asking the question, how smart are your chatbots? Why don't you give us a little bit about your background and why you're qualified to answer this big question? Perfect. Yeah, I was thinking about this. I, I founded Opus back in 1986. And back then we were looking at automated contact centers. So at that point in time, I was thinking, oh, this is a location or a locus in the enterprise where you have massive amounts of conversations, usually inbound at that point. And it was the first place where the power of the computer was rendered in front of live agents at that point so that they could provide consistently good answers to customers of the enterprise. Now, that was a long time ago, and it was very, very primitive. So let's let's fast forward to, let's say, 11 years ago, and I coined the term conversational commerce right around then to sort of capture the idea that the best CX, the best customer experience, takes the form of a conversation between individuals and the brands or companies that they want to do business with, and that the technologies that support that, that support better conversations, both person to person, so customer to agent, person to machine. And at that point, we're just talking about, you know, speech enabling IVRs or, you know, the roots of bots at that point. And then the machine to machine communications that has to happen in the background to get rid of latencies, to find data (laughs) in a diverse set of repositories that large corporations had erected, and then render results in real time to create the best experience, help those customers complete their tasks. So I feel qualified because a lot of the stuff that we predicted had to happen is happening. Well, yeah, and you've seen the full evolution. And I mean, I can't imagine all the variables that you're having to incorporate to get to that level of understanding. So tell us about the state of CX today. Well, the state of CX today, and thanks for observing that, but even I have benefited from some elements of artificial intelligence that help help keep track. So, And corporations are sort of in the same boat right now, is that there's this awareness that there's something called conversational AI. Opus says, hey, that's sort of a horrible term. We're, we're really talking about applying natural language processing, doing analytics on these asynchronous conversations that happen over time between individuals with agents and all that sort of stuff. But to answer your question, companies, brands know that they want to incorporate conversational AI, (laughs) almost like, you know, some sort of magical formula into their CX infrastructure. And they have a lot of options (laughs) and they're sorting it out. And it's just more possible than ever to bring these tools to bear. And what's basically happening 
because we're looking at bringing some form of artificial intelligence or conversational AI into the conversations between companies and their customers is that we're really defining self-service. And I think that's what we can talk about here because it'll give a very interesting framing to how these technologies are being brought to bear. Right. So I'm hearing you say companies want to have that immediate AI solution and response. And it sounds like what we're leading to next is how they can really use their own data to get that great product, right? Right. And by redefining self-service, it's sort of an acknowledgement that they're doing a better job of listening or capturing the actual words that, that customers are saying in the course of these conversations. Now, they could think of that as their data, and in a way it is, but it really is the new voice of the customer. So, Yes, what companies have better tools for are bringing that data captured from the individuals with other metadata, with data in their repositories. It could be their CRM systems. It could be their inventory control systems, all sorts of things. They're called detail records and stuff just to provide better answers. And they say in real time, but we're really talking about in the course of those conversations to be able to apply what is known about the individual and where you have used natural language processing, where you've used predictive analytics to quickly recognize the intent of the individual so that you can respond not just more quickly, but more accurately and sort of propel them to help them complete their tasks which equates to better self-service because they feel like they're in control. So it's not just customer-centric, it is customer-controlled. Right. So with the ever-increasing amount of data that's coming in with all these organizations, what are some of the ways that you see CX leaders improving their digital CX? Well, that's a really good point. So the contact centers over time have been redefined, meaning that you used to just think about agents in seats looking at these screens and responding with, with prompts that were served to them and screen pops and that sort of thing. But from the customer's point of view, they're engaged in this asynchronous conversation Asynchronous, meaning it takes place over time, which means with them in control, they're choosing the device they want to use and whether it's voice or they're texting or chatting. So we're really talking about a digital CX that is conversational and that the ways companies are responding rationally is bringing the sum of knowledge that was gathered from these individuals that they provided and using it to their benefit in real time, which means that companies have stepped up to the challenge of calling through vast amount of data that they have collected. And we always say, oh, there's structured data, there's unstructured data. These conversations tend to be unstructured. So they're finding the technologies to do analytics on the words that are being used by agents, by individuals, to then recognize what is needed and respond quickly. And that is happening. So Dan, tell us some specifics on companies that you see that are doing the most to utilize their data. That's a great question. So, so we've been seeing, and, and this goes across almost all verticals, is that companies are moving their IT resources that support customer experience to the cloud. And the reason I laughed a little bit there is that in certain verticals like financial services, they had said 
no, we have to keep things behind our firewall. This data stays here on our premises. And that was true up until it wasn't about two years ago. And we're seeing an accelerated shift of these resources to, quote, the cloud. And we all know the names of the companies that operate the public clouds. But Opus coined a term called the conversational cloud because there's some specific resources that are brought to bear to create this better conversational experience. And it is in, quote, the cloud that like the sum of all human knowledge has been digitized and resides and can be brought to bear on these conversations. But we look at four pillars that are happening there. One is the set of resources that do the natural language understanding, natural language processing, and analytics to allow individuals to use their own words to express what they're trying to do, and then understanding not just their words, but their intents. So step one is this natural user interface. The next is the routing, or you know, some people think of this as the contact center as a service set of resources, but once you've understood, you want to match those queries with the resources that provide responses or even bring it to closure. So it's the routing of the question and matching it with the right answers. And here's where it gets really interesting. Those answers are increasingly what we call conversational intelligence. So rather than just pointing somebody to the FAQ in a website or finding static answers in some prepared knowledge base, they're they're hooking up to dynamic resources that are informed by the most recent conversations, by the product of machine learning, and brought to bear in conversation to respond there. And then the fourth pillar, it gets kind of interesting as well. It's the resources, both human and automated that sort of smooth things out, that orchestrate the conversations, that keep track of things over time, but amount to the integration of multiple systems to provide coherent and correct responses at scale. So those those are the four big challenges. I know it's a mouthful, but we're seeing it happen and it's kind of gratifying. Wow, the complexity of it all is just astounding. But we have AI to make it simple. Right? I'm serious. Since starting this podcast, I think about this all the time. I see it in weird parts of the world where I'm like, there it is again. This makes sense how connected it all is. And I just am developing a deeper appreciation for it. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Dan, before we go, why don't you tell us where we can learn more about you and Opus Research? Sure. So our website is opusresearch.net. That's probably the best way to find out what Opus is doing. I am DNM54 on Twitter. That's where I've been posting things. And also on LinkedIn, I'm Dan Miller or Dan Miller Opus. Wonderful. Well, thanks for joining us today. Oh, sure. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on the CX Pulse podcast. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes.